morning, Harvest Church. Good morning, good morning. Just a couple of quick things before we get rolling here. I just want to remind you again, obviously, Jesus Day is August 7th. Um, that Wednesday before that, August 4th, we will do our little kind of rundown meeting. I've talked to most all of you about what you're doing that day. If I have not talked to you and you're signed up for that day, please come see me after service. I know there's a few of you i got to tag down yet. I've been trying to get to, so... Come see me. We'll talk about what you're doing. And I, and then obviously that Wednesday night when we set things up, that's when you'll really get the lowdown on exactly how it's going to flow and what your job is that day. But we'll get people in position. We've got plenty of good help, and I appreciate that. It's going to be an awesome day. On top of that, we have been putting posts out on Facebook. I encourage you to share those. Share them, share them, share them, share them. we got to get the word out. We want to try and get 100 kids here. We are at 26 right now. So we're getting a good chunk going already. But there are lots of kids out there. We could, I'm sure if we really wanted to, we could swamp this place. But our goal and what we're going to go for that day is 100 kids. So be sure to tell people about it. Get them online. Send them the text message things. If you got that in that group text, I'll, I can send it out again. Share, share, share. So get on Facebook and share those posts. We need to get the word out. Tell everybody you know. We want to get kids here. We want to give kids the opportunity to to understand that they are overcomers in regards to fear because there's a pretty good fear-driven world going on out there right now. And we're not subject to that because God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. But So I want to encourage you to do that, and then we will obviously preach those kids the message of salvation, and that's our ultimate goal for the day is to send some kids home with a new home for eternity kind of thing. So be sure to get the word out there. Amen. Let's stand up as we get ready to do our confession. Well, we talked a little bit about this last week. In the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about being united uh, in our services. One voice, one heart, one mind, one spirit, united in all that we do in our services. Second Chronicles 5. Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. When they lift up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, And praise the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud, so that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. The singers were as one to make one sound. There's a time to get loud. There's a time to be quiet. I'm going to say it again. There's a time to rejoice. There is a time to dance. There is a time to celebrate. There is a time to be humble before him. There's a time to bow. There is a time to lay down. There is a time to get crazy in Jesus. In Jesus. But it's one voice. It is one sound. It is one heart. It is one spirit. If we truly want to experience the glory of the Lord filled the house of God so that the priest could not continue ministering. If that's what you and I want to experience. If we want that manifested presence of God in this place. One. 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 Amen. 
Father, we thank you this morning for the opportunity that we have to come together as one body, with one voice, to worship you, to lift you up. Father, to hear from you this morning through your word. We ask that your presence would fill this place today as we glorify you, as we worship you, as we praise you. Father, we ask that you would come, that you would move, that you would minister to every person here, every heart. That you would touch us, that you would change us, that you would transform us, Father. We thank you for this opportunity. We dedicate this time to you. Your kingdom come and your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips.
worship you, Lord. Yes, I worship you, Lord. For you are worthy. Yes, you stop you there is nothing that can hold you there is nothing that can change what you've done 
you've already won. You've already won. So lift high stop you there is nothing that can hold you there is nothing that can change what you've done The victory is yours. The victory is yours. The victory is yours. Victory is yours. Your name is a lie. 
the heavenlies We will fight in the spirit For the kingdom of God is rising Oh, the battle belongs to the Lord Sing that again Your spirit fall, let your glory shine, let your power move, and let God arise. Father, this morning we worship you, we honor you, we glorify you. Lord, we shake off cares, the anxious thoughts, the concerns today, and we set our affections on things above. We take our eyes off of what's going on around us, and we focus on you, Jesus, this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and worship him. Lift your hands to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We worship you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. 
thank you, Holy Spirit, for your grace this morning in this place. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. We worship you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord. You are good. You are good. <laughs> you are good. Now, I want to pray this morning. This is what I, the two words I got. There's some people here that are battle weary, and there's nothing wrong. We all get that way. I want to pray for you. If you're going through battle right now, you've been attacked spiritually, physically. I don't care what it is. I got those words, battle weary. There's more than one. saying this morning, we have the victory in Jesus. There's nothing wrong. You don't need to be ashamed of that. I can tell you countless times I've been battle weary. Psalm 61, David said, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Amen. He's the ultimate rock. Praise you, Lord Jesus. I guess that is. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, you need to expect the anointing this morning. I'm not laying empty hands on empty heads. I'm laying hands on people that are expecting the anointing of God. In the name of Jesus. We have authority in the name of Jesus, and I take authority in Jesus' name, and I bind the enemy from coming against God's sons and daughters this day. And I loose the anointing that destroys the yoke. And Father, as, I, as we lay hands on them today, I pray in Jesus' name that a shout be birthed within these people. We put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. In the name of Jesus. In the, just, hey Jan, Jan, just be quiet a minute. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, there's an anointing here. That's why I'm standing here. Don't be a distraction to the Spirit of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, you can receive. I don't even have to lay hands. If you're sensitive to the Holy Ghost, He's, he's here right now. Now, when I put my hands, when Kathy and I put our hands on you, the anointing of God's going to come on all over you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. It's the anointing, Pat, that destroys the yoke of infirmity. In the name of Jesus, I declare you serve a 
God of miracles. And we loose that miracle anointing today. With man it's impossible, but with God the Father all things are possible. Thank you for supernatural peace to wash over her in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, the anointing of God today for Carly. For you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces that would come and attack your mind. It's time, Carly, to seek Him and you shall surely find the answers that you need. Draw near to Him and He will draw near to you. For God loves you and has a plan and a purpose for all that concerns you in this hour. So we release God's grace and anointing and power. Bless her, Father. Strengthen her in the inner man today. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Let God arise and her enemies be scattered. In Jesus' name. Father, the anointing of God wash over her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let that shout be birthed within her in the days to come as she shouts grace to the mountain in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Jesus, 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 that anointing. Oh, let it flow. Let it flow. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. In Jesus' name. Shh. Don't pray until it's just received. Jesus, 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 the anointing. <laughs> oh, strengthen the hands that hang down in this hour. Oh, Lord, let a song of praise. Come forth from her lips. Shouts of victory. <laughs> For you are Lovenbergs. God is to you the God of breakthrough. 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 <laughs> that anointing. Oh, that anointing that destroys the yoke. God is for you. He is for your family. And if God is for you, who can be against you? In the name of Jesus. 
thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Spirit of grace. Spirit of mercy. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jan, just quiet, please. Please. Now's not the time. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Just let the anointing flow. We're in no hurry. Preacher doesn't preach. It's all right. Thank you, Lord. Oh, He loves you. <laughs> with an everlasting love. What a tremendous love you have for her. And it's time to declare and decree all that the Father has created you to be. It's in Christ. It's in the Word. So begin to declare and decree the scriptures that you heard. Speak them forth day by day. And the Spirit of God will enlarge your vision for who the Father has destined you to be. For truly, you can open your eyes and you can see. You can open your ears and you can hear. For God is no respecter of persons. In some ways, you need to think more highly of yourself in Christ. And pay no attention to what others might say. For you're entering, you and your family, into a new day. And He is enlarging your territory. And there are blessings being poured out upon you. So every day say, thank you, Father, for the spiritual blessings that I have in Christ. And I believe in your sacrifice and what you sacrificed for me and you've raised me up to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus in this hour for you have authority over serpents and scorpions and all his power for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and your steps are ordered of me, says God. So be at peace. And guard your heart. For out of it flow the issues of life. Attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, but keep them in the midst of your heart for their life unto those that find them and health and strength all your flesh. No more 
enemy distracting, deceiving, and lying. For you know who you are. Chosen of God. King and a priest. So act like it. And let a confidence arise in your heart in the days ahead. Confident of who you are. Not from your past, but who you are in Christ Jesus. For you have a place and you have a destiny to fulfill in Him. So hold your head high and don't apologize for anything. And Brad, let her grow. No controlling, not that you're a controller, but you've got to let her step out of the boat. You can't fix everything for her today's head. She can tackle her Goliath. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Boost that anointing and refreshing. <laughs> refreshing to her today. In the name of Jesus. I just allow the that's giving the Holy Spirit place today. Sometimes the preacher just needs to shut his mouth. Sometimes some of you just need to be quiet and let the Holy Ghost do a deep work. Oh, thank you, Lord. You go over there and pray. In the name of Jesus name above every name. We lose that anointing. Now listen to the words of your Father. There are leadership gifts in the two of you. You were destined to be leaders, not followers. And you've humbled yourself in the past. And you allowed those gifts and graces to come forth. And they will come forth more and more in the days ahead. Because you're needed. But it's important that you learn to be quiet and listen for instructions from the Father. From the Spirit of grace. For He'll lead you daily in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yes, you will go through valleys. Every believer does. But you go through them. And you're back on top on the mountain. So be very sensitive in the days ahead. Be slow to speak. That's more for you than her. Be slow to speak. hear from God. You hear from God. 
people in your life to help develop that gift, those giftings in both of you. So just continue to humble yourself. Your gift will make room for you. Lord, let that anointing wash over them today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Oh, thank you, Father, for the gifting. Oh, thank you, Lord. No weapon formed against him shall Nothing will distract him in the days ahead from fulfilling what God has called him to do. There are many voices, and a lot of them will come from your family, which do not know the voice of the Good Shepherd. So don't listen to that voice. There's many voices. Listen to the voice of the Good Shepherd. Concentrate on listening to His voice, obeying His voice, and no, don't be distracted. I take authority over any doubt. Don't doubt your calling or your gifting. That's how the devil works. Doesn't make any difference. Your background, your upbringing, dysfunctional family doesn't make any difference with God if God calls you he's put gifts in you follow after him and all along your pathway God will put people in your life to help develop your gifting if you'll just continue to humble yourself there's a gift there the greatest obstacle for that gift is right you're too smart you rely on your smart you gotta rely on the spirit be led by the spirit yes you got brains God gives you brains but you can't try to figure it out be led by the spirit those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God expect his meeting every day. David was a teenager when he slew Goliath. So don't let the devil tell you you're not this and you're not that. You just listen to what the Word says about you. Follow after that. Amen. This is one believer I don't usually need lay hands on because God just ministers. Father, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> laugh. You gotta laugh. Laugh. Laugh at the enemy. He's defeated. Good things up ahead. Oh, because you're faithful and you love his word. 
Blessed is the man who delights himself in the Word of God. Oh, thank you, Lord. I call him blessed in Jesus' name. Spirit, soul, body, finance, in every area. Peace of God come upon him today. In Jesus' name. have confidence in your prayers and the words that you've spoken in the past from when they were little for God's words are like seeds and they're planted yes the enemy will try to steal, kill and destroy but Jesus came that you might have life just hold on to the fact he's bringing the backslid back Know that God is for you. He's not against you. He's a God of mercy. And we loose that mercy today upon Jay and the family. Let their hearts be softened, Lord, in the days ahead in Jesus' name. Now, don't take this wrong. But you know I'm very blunt. We're all getting older. We all have a time to go. You're not going defeated. You're going with a shout. You're going in victory. So do not let the enemy lie to you. You've sown too much good seed in the past. And that God of heaven knows that. So know that he's working for you and your family. Watch the words of your mouth. Call those things that be not as though they were. And you know how to do that. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Anybody else? Did I miss somebody? Wouldn't you rather have trees? The rest of you can sit down if you're tired. I don't care. I'd rather have church and the anointing fall and minister to people and set them free and help them preach a 20 minute message that just tickles your ears. Amen? Lord, we loose that anointing and that refreshing upon In the name already gone out for those children and those grandchildren and the effectual fervent prayer of Mary Jane Osborne availeth much so just hold on to the word of God it shall surely come to pass in Jesus name amen 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 now go ahead be seated thank you for being sensitive to the Holy Ghost now listen to me I love you. But in the days ahead, just be sensitive. If I say be quiet, be quiet. And there's nothing wrong with being excited. Sometimes I'm that way, and I've had to learn just to be quiet. Don't be offended if, if I correct you. Because if, if you're offended, you've got an issue. Be teachable. Listen, this preacher has to learn how to flow with the Holy Ghost in the days ahead. 
this is new territory to me. But I will follow after the Holy Ghost. Amen. Kathy. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit, teaching just little tidbits. There's so much, and I get overwhelmed. And there were a couple different things, and I, one of them I was going to share, wait and share next week, but I'm going to give it to you now. It's in Isaiah 28, if you want to open your Bibles. Isaiah was a prophet, and he was prophesying in this portion of Scripture, Isaiah 28. He was speaking about, he probably didn't even understand completely, there's current things that were going on, but he was also prophesying for the, pen, for the day of Pentecost and the church. And he said in verse 11, for with stammering lips in another tongue, he will speak to his people to whom he said, this is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. So he was talking about the Holy Spirit in our lives. He was prophesying. He probably didn't even understand the full meaning of that. And this week as I was meditating that, there is a battle raging. We have dealt with lots of stuff this week. Lots of stuff. And God is going to win. God is on the move. But the enemy in the world is not going to lay down and die. But the Part of the problem is, is we get weary. And this is one of the reasons he sent the Holy Spirit. Because with stammering lips in another tongue, we can pray in the Holy Spirit. And it brings a rest and a refreshing. We don't, every time you pray in tongues, it doesn't have to be war and it doesn't have to be loud and it doesn't have to be, it can be still. And sometimes it should be still, because if you're talking all the time, you can't hear from the Spirit of God. Yes, pray in the Spirit. Because that's the receiving time. That's fine. That's exactly right. There's a time to be loud. There's a time to be still. There's a time to pray in tongues. There's a time to be to rest and let God refresh you. Now, oh, turn over to John. That was Isaiah in the Old Testament prophesying. Then John and Jesus in the book of John starts to explain some things that are coming in verse chapter fourteen. Beginning with verse fifteen, we'll read fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. Jesus said, and he's speaking to not just his disciples, but to his followers. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you, and he will be with you. Jesus is telling about the Holy Spirit coming. Jesus said, I have to leave so he can come because he can dwell in you. And the reason he comes to dwell in you is to help you. 
when the day's been tough, when your emotions are trying to rule, when the world is speaking terrible things into your mind, the Holy Spirit will help you. Look over one more chapter in chapter 15. This is Jesus again. Verse 26. He says, but when the helper comes, whom I send to you, Jesus sent him to you, not the devil. Don't be distracted by other people telling you that. Jesus said, I'm sending the helper to help you. And I will send to you, but when the helper comes, whom I send to you from the father, the spirit of truth, who proceeds from the father, he will testify of me. Helper means the word, the Greek word is parakletos, and it means, para means beside, and kato means to call. Hence, to one called alongside to help. If you want a name for the Holy Spirit, a description of the Holy Spirit, he is the one called aside to help. The word signifies intercessor, comforter, helper, advocate, counselor. In non-biblical literature, parakletos had the technical meeting of an attorney who appears in court on another's behalf. The Holy Spirit leads believers to the greater apprehension of gospel truths in addition to general help and guidance. He gives the strength to endure the hostility of the world system. If there's any reason you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to be praying in tongues. It's not to get attention to yourself. It's to build yourself up, to get strong, and he will help you. He will help you control your emotions. He will help you control your thought life. He will give you the mind of Christ. He will bring all those things to remembrance that you have need of. He will give you peace when you need peace, but you've got to let him give it to you. You've got to sometimes be still and let the Holy Spirit minister to you publicly or to you privately and sometimes publicly. We have overlooked and underestimated what the Holy Spirit's been sent to do in our lives and it's time that we allow the Holy Spirit. It's time that we invite the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's always courteous. He never forces you to do something. He's a gentleman, and we need to respond the same way. We need to be gentle. We need to be filled with the Spirit and overflowing. I'll let him go. This is Matthew 5 for you. Verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Your spiritual hunger is your breakthrough. That's why God the Father is going to open doors and do some things for you. In the natural, you don't know how it's going to happen. But you've been there, done that. And he's always been faithful. So blessed is your family for you are hungry. Amen. Now, I'm going to be bold. Some of you are going, I don't know if I want to come back to this church. You are a servant of the Lord. But you need to slow down. You work too much. 
it's time to cut back. It'll be good for you. And it'll bring you more peace. And that doesn't mean you quit. But Mary Jane, where do you suppose Julie got it? <laughs> There's one more. Ephesians chapter 6, write it down. Verse 10. You can read the rest of the chapter, but the word for you is stand. Don't give up. He's fighting for you. Amen? You say, well, that was different. Well, that's... Just call me. I got a new... It's not PM. It's pastor. It's PD. Pastor different. I love you. And we're all in this together. And I'm certainly not perfect. But I have a heart for God. And I always want to do the right thing. I might make mistakes in the days ahead. But you're going to have to learn to love me and accept me the way I am. And pray for me. Pray for your leadership. We're in this together. And God can't, we can't have a move of God unless we're a family. Sometimes families quabble. We quibble and fight. We did yesterday, and I had to go to Caleb and apologize. He loved, I said, I love you. He loves you. You love me, don't you? Listen, you get family together. Different personalities. And we're a family of generals. Every one of us is a general. Is there anything higher than a general? With Jesus. So we've got to learn that love makes allowances for mistakes. Love will accept. Amen? Correction. And, and all of us in the days ahead will probably, including me, will have to be corrected. Amen? Don't worry about, you don't worry about correcting me. She'll do it. You don't need to worry about correcting the pastor. She'll do it. She's done it. May make fun of my skinny butt. Now you know why. Ron, you know. You know her. But I love you. I love every one of you. I wish everyone was here today to experience that, but we'll have another experience in God because there's no end to his glory. And what he wants to do. That's right. That's why we need to be sensitive to the spirit of God. That's why I, all week I'm thinking, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I told her this morning, I don't know what I'm doing. But when it comes time, the spirit of God will show me. When I was at ORU, it was in the late 70s. It was kind of the end of the, the big charismatic revival and at that time the gifts of the spirit and the holy spirit and everything was forefront and on wednesdays and fridays from 11 to 12 we had chapel everyone was attended or required to attend it was the general church service for the the, the campus 
and it was more of the general service. They bring in different speakers, different kinds of music. Um, and then you were required to go to a church within the community on Sunday. But on Sunday night, we had what was called a Vesper service. You were not required to attend. But it was the time that they set aside for the Holy Spirit to move, the gifts of the Spirit to move. Not so much on the chapels because we were such a diverse crew and we had people from other nations and other denominations. and So it was more the, the general service. But on that Sunday night, not only did they expect um, you, you could come and they wanted the Holy Spirit to move, but it was a teaching time because everybody there was young and the, Holy, the moves of the Holy Spirit were new and everybody would get excited. And so the, the, the stage was in the middle and then there were four aisles each way. And at the beginning, at the front of each aisle was a representative from the chaplain's office. And if you felt like you had a word from God or a tongue and an interpretation or a prophecy or something you needed to say, you had to come up and tell them, start to tell them. If it was a tongue and interpretation, you had to quietly tell them what it was. And they'd say, yay or nay. If it was nay, you go sit down. Or get uh, offended and leave the church. Or, or leave offended and leave school. And there was one guy that was a known prophet among the whole crew. When he came up, it was fine. He just went up. And what we've been talking about, we're entering into a day where the Holy Spirit's going to move. He's going to move we're more than it. he is now. We're in it. We're in the beginning stages. And we need to learn now. And you say, well, that quenches the Holy Spirit, what they did. Absolutely not. That quenches the flesh so that the Holy Spirit could move. <laughs> and that's what we want. We want to quench our flesh. We want to learn as we go. I, you know, the one thing I can stand up here, I have made so many mistakes in my life. I continue to make so many mistakes in my life, but it's a learning process. We need to give each other grace. We need to, but we need to be teachable. We need the Holy Spirit to teach us as we go. We are in the Missouri River after a flood trying to navigate through the stumps right now. But there's a flow that Missouri River. And we River want to get in the flow. Flows hard. Stay in the flow. Amen. Stand up, daughter-in-law. Come here. There's an anointing. I'm not going to say anything. Just receive. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Lord. Oh, my. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Phew. Thank you, Jesus. Courtney, I want to say one more thing to you. I want to see you. No, you're all right. You stand right there. 
you have to learn to be decisive, more decisive, and not rely on his decisive. You can make decisions, and you need to learn to let her make decisions. Amen? Now, some of you don't get that. Maybe they don't get that. I'm just going with what I got in my spirit. Amen? Did you have something? To be motivated by love. Pastor has rebuked me plenty of times and taught me because he loves me. And because of my love for him, I submit to his spiritual authority. Because of my love and my fear for God. That's bottom line, yeah. I listen to what my pastor tells me. They are not infallible. They are not perfect. But I know they love Jesus. Amen. And they care more about honoring Jesus than my feelings. Too many times we as the body hear but don't actually listen to what our spiritual authority is telling us. We hear it, but we don't listen to it. We don't obey it. We don't act on it. We don't submit to it. And that is why when you're not under authority, you do not have authority. You want to overcome? You want to win? You want to see victory? Listen to the authority that God has placed in your life. They're not here to control. They're not here to manipulate. They're not here to wreck your day. They are here to honor God. And I know they care more about being faithful to him than making you and I feel good by some fluffy words that have no power and no weight. I am trying to have a greater spiritual awareness, not just for myself, but for corporate awareness. I have to follow him. I have to follow her. I have to follow him. And I have to follow the Holy Spirit. That's why you'll see me many times on prayer nights. I'm not praying. I'm praying here, but I'm not praying here because I have to follow him. You'd rather pray. <laughs> yeah, I would rather pray. I honestly would. But that's not where I'm supposed to be right now. That's where I'm supposed to serve. But I have to shut up, just like he said. I have to shut up and actually listen. Not just hear, but listen. I've got to follow him. I cannot help create that corporate anointing, that corporate atmosphere, if I'm off doing my own thing. Well, this is what I think we should do today. This is what I think we should do tonight. No, I ask him, what do you want? What do you want for Sunday? What do you want tonight? It's not about me, and it's not about him. But he's the leader. She's the leader. If it's Pastor Brad... They're the leader. I've got to follow them. I do not want to quench the Holy Spirit. 
I've waited too long. <laughs> for this. I don't want to get in the way. I don't want to miss it. And I know when I do, God loves me. But I want to be corrected and I want to be open to that correction. I don't want to get offended. I don't want to get mad. Well, I heard it from God. You got it wrong. That's exactly where you kill it. I do not want to get in the way. Stop hearing and start listening. If we are going to continue in this new realm, we've stepped into it. We've tasted a little bit of it. We have to be unified. It can't be about any one of us and my gift or what I heard from the Lord, what I dreamed of last night or what the vision I had. It has to, there has to be order. And as we continue to move forward, I do believe that we're going to see new manifestations that we've not experienced in this church, whether it's word, whether it's miracles, signs, wonders, breakthrough, salvation. I believe all of that is coming. But it's not going to happen when we, pastor didn't, he didn't ask me to share today or it's because of love. He's motivated by love. She is motivated by love. All of us need to be motivated by love out of our love for each other. I want to bless you. I want you to be blessed. I want to be blessed by Sometimes it's not pastor that blesses me. God uses some of you to bless me on a Sunday because you gave me a word of encouragement or you said something that, man, that just, that's what I needed today. That's us being the body. That's doing it out of love. Amen. Amen. See, what, what, what this is, it's family time. It's family time. You got something? Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you give her the mic, please? Then she can sit there. Just sit down. You've earned it. Is it on? Okay. All right. Um, a little bit of information first before I begin. Our oldest granddaughter is 32. I didn't mean to say that, but her name is Jade, and she's been in the hospital in Omaha with her dad for two days. So here goes the testimony. Yesterday, we felt that we needed to get out of town. So we went to Columbus to Duster's, and we got there a little late, and they sit us down, and this young girl comes to our table and says, I'd like to serve you tonight. And we said, that's great. And so she was real happy. And she said, I'm so happy to see you. And she's just going on and on. How has your week been? Well, <laughs> we told her about Jay. Why don't you give him a little bit of a, tell him what happened. Our son was um, hit by a, by a car out by the hospital, by Casey's, and he was thrown. And from his motorcycle. From his motorcycle. And he had his helmet on, but the car got his legs. Both were broken, one severely, both ankles. When Heidi saw the bike in the car, there was, I mean, bike, yeah, in the car, in the tennis shoe, there was flesh on him. And so what happened was the heel was tore off his foot. And so he has, um, uh, they fixed his broke leg, one broke leg, and they amputated the other. And he is not, he's still drug-induced. 
And today they're going to try to wean him off the breathing tube. So on with this young girl. So she comes up and she says to us, well, I'm so sorry. She said, I feel so bad for you. And on and on she went and served us. I went to pay for it. And she come up and she says, I want to pray for you. And so, sure, right in the middle of dusters and the people, she didn't care. She prayed with us. And, you know, and I could tell it was God. Sometimes you wonder if God's there. But I knew by the way she prayed and she was God. It was God. Anyway, so I said, thank you so much. And I said, what is your name? And she said it was Jade. So I knew what that God, God was speaking to you. Exactly. And when we came in, she was ready to go home. And she, they asked her, Do, would you take this table? And she said, yes. Amen. God is good. All the time to stand up this morning. Father, I thank you for your presence. I thank you, Holy Spirit. We are going to rely on you more and more in the days ahead because we can't do it in the, in the natural. So it's going to require grace. And so, Lord, I speak and declare your grace today over every member of this church. Your mercy manifested. Goodness and mercy following them this week, this new week. Lord, we pray for Jay, as I've already prayed, but we continue to speak God's mercy over Jay Belts in this hour. Lord, let every family member's heart be softened. Let those that are backslid come back into the fold in Jesus' name. I loose angels today to encamp around every member of Harvest Church. And I say no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And they overcome by the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, this day in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Anything else? Oh, we forgot the offering. So you can tell I'm not into money. Go ahead. If you have your tithes, then we'll, we'll, you can just get up and leave. Thank you. And God bless you. Or you can stand and they'll... Yeah, just go stand there and put them in the basket. and Go out and be a blessing this week. Wednesday. Just like the rain.